0: right this is episode 12 of music and more and i wanted to start this one by first of all thanking everyone who's um signed up to the patron um i never expected that reaction pete's been telling me to do it for a while um do you know what i mean with a view to sort of getting people on board with the creative process that i'm going through and things like that and there's just been a really great reaction and not only that um Obviously I've given uh, access to one of my demos, uh, Wild Storms is the first one. Obviously people are going to get more, but I'm really, really happy about the response to that. It's been, that's been brilliant. Uh, Cause obviously I'm a bit, I don't know. I've always been a little bit sort of hesitant at using my voice. So to have really great feedback about the song and everything, and just to see the level of support in general, um, it's really nice. And I really, really appreciate that. And I've been giving people shout outs on Twitter. And, you know, we're going to be doing all kinds of stuff. I'll be getting in touch with you all shortly to, you know, we'll be doing sort of patron only live streams and Zoom chats, you know, like Zoom parties, things like that. Um, All sorts of stuff that uh, me and Pete will sort of go through and outline in a bit more detail as we go forward. But yeah, so I just wanted to start the show by first and foremost, thanking everyone that's got involved in that. Um, And yeah, so today we're going to have Jenny Jordan on, who's Phil's wife, to talk primarily about uh, some of her favorite photographs that she took um, from the various times she came on the road with us uh, out to America and Japan all sorts of places and also some interesting bits from diaries and things and just having a general chat with her so thank you very much and have a listen to this. Right, okay, this is episode 12 of Music and More. Um, Thanks everyone who's been listening to these. You know, it's a real pleasure to be doing them. It's a real pleasure to have had all the lads come on as well. I hope it's given you sort of, I don't know, like um, insight, I suppose. You know, a lot of people have a lot of questions and I kind of feel a lot of them have been answered over the course of the, uh, you know, the early ends of these podcasts. You know, so that you know, everyone knows how grateful I am to the rest of the lads for coming on and stuff. And uh, Rob did a really great job last week, and a lot of people have been listening to that episode, obviously both parts of that. So I just want to say thank you to everyone um, in that regard. And yeah, so I guess it was, re- it was rather emotionally loaded um, the other week, do you know what I mean, and the week before. So it's nice to sort of go at things from a slightly different angle, really. I mean, it's going to be nostalgic all the same, but probably not as heavy this week. But, you know, maybe a bit more uplifting, especially with having Jenny on, because, she, you know, she's got quite an uplifting personality, which you're all about to experience, which is really good, do you know what I mean? Uh, so before we go any further, um, Pete, how are you doing?
1: Doing well, man, doing well. I'm excited. It's like we've been working our way up. We finally reached the pinnacle now with well, This is it's it. I mean, the, the ramp inter- up.
0: The interesting thing is as well is I suppose, I suppose that a lot of you have been interacting on Twitter and Instagram with me and stuff like that and and everyone else in the band and you'll have seen a lot of pictures um that we've been putting up that you know tell tell great stories on their own as pictures do. Um but obviously it was it was it was jenny orginize who we refer to her as primarily these days um who took those photographs so you know we're really excited to have jenny on today because i suppose really you know she was sort of really around from sort of minute one i guess she was always sort of around when we were doing stuff so she's kind of been through a lot of the stuff that we did so yeah it's really great to have jenny on so how are you doing jenny
2: Oh, that was lovely
0: thank you yeah great thanks no problem <laughs> i just thought i'd give you a bit of an intro I know. You know?
2: Oh, the only person that could follow rob the lead singer is obviously the drummer's wife yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that well, makes sense to me you know you were yeah. you, you've been on these tour buses with us all you know you were around for all the key events do you know what i mean came to america with us came to japan with us as well didn't you um All sorts of, you know, all sorts of tours like that. So you know, you've got a a story to tell, like everyone else, really. And obviously, the great thing that you did, as much as anything, is document. You know what I mean? Because none of us were particularly interested in that. Um, uh, Well, uh, well, I say that I wasn't. I think everyone else was to a degree. But uh, I mean, for me, I was interested until someone stole my laptop with like five thousand tour photos on. And at that point, I was like, well, you know, it's a waste of time. Now I'm not doing that again. But regardless, Jenny was always snapping away, do you know what I mean? First trips to America where we were filming the Long Road video and stuff like that. Um, you know, that, and that's why there's there's a lot of these memories to sort of be accessed now uh, because of these photographs that she's had buried up in, well, not buried, but up in the loft, do you know what I mean? Or wherever they've been out of sight. But So it, it's been really great to sort of have them on, on socials, let people see those. And as I say, anyway, pictures tell a story in themselves. So oh, yeah. yeah, I thought I thought it would be interesting this week to you know talk about some of
1: those. You know, apart from having to make out with the drummer, I'm I'm very jealous of you with all of the the great thing <laughs> touring with the band hey, and stuff. Have you
2: said he was the best looking one Peter.
1: Well you know if you're gonna pick one it. he's the one for sure.
0: But he's, he's still got all his hair on <laughs> he let's face it. He's winning the hair not, race by mind you Stu. Hair, yeah. Stu's not too bad on the hair race as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yes. But you
0: know, you've still got some hair. I've still got some, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, it's not as good as it used to be, is it? I mean, let's face <laughs> it, in a lot of your photographs, I've got fantastic hair. Yeah, it, some, exactly. there's
2: some hair, yeah. There's,
0: there's, some, there's some big moments hair-wise. And uh, those days are obviously gone. And what makes me laugh is people are like, oh, you're growing the hair for the gig. It's
2: like, <laughs> are you joking? <laughs> Do you know what I
0: mean? Like... That, that would just look ridiculous. I mean, the thing for me was... Rooney, you could
2: have a Wayne Rooney uh, hat well, on
0: Well, I'm not doing that. But the, the thing for me <laughs> was one day my mate turned around to me and he said, oh, you you know, you're all right rocking the mad scientist look, aren't you? And I was just like, what? <laughs> and he was like, well, you know, your long hair and your big bald patch and that. And I was just like, oh, my God. It was this moment of revelation. I had to go home and go to my missus and go, have I got a bald patch? And she was like, um, no. And I was like, right, give me a mirror. Now give me a couple of mirrors. And I looked and I was like, oh, God, I can't believe you've been lying to me. Absolutely terrible. (laughs) So, anyway, yeah, you know, the days of me having long hair have long gone. You know what I mean? There's no chance of that happening, uh, unfortunately. But, yeah, it's great to relive it through your pictures and others that we've seen. But, yeah, so I suppose to start things off, really, it'd be good to give people a bit of contextual understanding about, um, you know, how you sort of came onto the scene, really, you know, sort of meeting Phil and stuff like that and becoming part of the, the crowd that used to engulf the practice room. Do you know what I mean? where there were just bodies everywhere and, you know, all them games of hide and seek where we had extra members. Brilliant times.
2: Yeah, so um, I actually went to school with Phil and we were like best mates when we were about 11 and 12, to the point where Phil was like the person that I took to Alton Towers on my 12th birthday. (laughs) Like that's, (laughs) yeah, so that's how long we've known each other. And then we kind of drifted apart for a few years. And then when I got sixth form, I ended up friends with his friends, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The cool, the friends. The cool the, friends.
0: The cool friends, that's right. The, the cool, the friends, cool yeah.
2: friends. yeah. Yeah. I was the one woman in the cool friends. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess I saw you guys, before just as phil's friend really i saw mm-hmm. you at the duchess before the brian things yeah i saw the brian things final which i watched with phil's mum. Mm-hmm. Nice. um yeah and then just before your first tour i think just before you were going to europe in the january and we got together in 20 years ago this year insanely yeah, yeah, yeah. so 20 years ago this december come in mm-hmm um yeah and then phil went on the first tour in the january so
0: yeah yeah I, I remember you uh i remember you sort of coming you used to come down to the studio with phil as his friend and as i said i think before on a previous podcast it i don't know it yeah. got to the point where it was like you know i don't know it's any of our business but is this turned into more or you know
2: <laughs> you were the first to know that we were together it was kind of like a, we won't tell anyone and then he's like oh i've told them all
0: yeah, well, I mean, it it, it, it it was just the sort of thing where it were like, you know, Phil and Jen, do you know what I mean? It was just like you two sort of came as a pair, do you know what I mean? And that sort of on the road as well. Um, And you were around so much, it, you know, it was like you were part of everything that was going on, really, especially, you know, especially in the early days.
2: Yeah, I think we're
0: still a bit like that. Comes as a pair, really. Oh yeah, certainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. C- certainly. I just, I, I mean, specifically, cert, uh, in terms of me getting to know you, I guess. Um, you know, meeting you through Phil, through Phil's friends, and going round to Phil's for them. You know, like where they'd be like, again, be all these twenty people that were around in our studio. You go around to Phil's, and they'd all be round in his house, all in his bedroom, and they're like, <laughs> "Oh, sit down." And you're like, "Where?"
2: Literally, am yeah. Yeah, it was a, kind of a mad opening. House really, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah it certainly had that vibe, didn't it? And you, you and nah. Phil sort of brought that down to the studio as well. Do you know what I mean? It sort of, it came, it came. <laughs> that madness came down to the studio. But as I've alluded to previously, it were all sort of part and parcel of it for me. If you know what I mean, it were like a you know like a gang effectively um you know everyone like-minded people and that and it would end of day it would just it was fun do you know what i mean we had fun that's the main thing that i take from the majority of the early times of this band especially any big you know when things really started to kick off for us and especially for the people around us you know as my brother was saying as well it would just it would it would just good fun as much as anything
2: yeah definitely it was i mean we were just kids weren't we like you just look back and just like just kids like all the great stuff was because we were just kids Mm -hmm. missing out really
1: yeah. Well, I am glad somebody was taking pictures back then. Uh, so for those of you listening at home, we've got nine photos that Jen picked, uh, some of her favorites of those times. We're going to leave them on the show notes of the page so you can follow along as well. And uh, we're just going to walk through these and see what we can come up with. Jen, why don't you start with the first one?
2: Yes. Uh, but the first one is uh, the first trip to LA, which um, I think was about 2002.
0: I think it must have been. Yeah, I'm looking um, at it now. Okay.
2: Yeah. So the first one is... Uh, <laughs> Well, basically, there were three girlfriends, the band, and I think just Tony Perrin. I think that was... That's right. That's right, yeah. And poor Tony. I mean, that must have just... (laughs) Like being on... He's taken like seven 18-year-olds to LA for the first time and and just driving us around in this little bus. Um, Like, it's just hilarious when you look back. Anyway, the first thing we did was uh, we stayed at this place called Oakwood. She's pretty legendary, I think, but obviously we had no idea. Yeah. Um, And then we ended up five, ten minutes away from Venice Beach. So we all just piled down to Venice Beach. And this picture is,
0: um, so... (laughs) I told
2: told Stu that, so basically, like, I lost my dad when I was 17. And that was very, not long before this, really. And I said to Stu, oh, my dad always used to dig a car into the sand when we went to Scarborough. Mm. And Stu was like, I'll make you a car. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> which is if you can if you can see there is a better picture somewhere i will put that up on mine but uh that is basically Stu and phil making me a car on venice beach for me to sit in but and Rob it, sat in it and Rob point. sat
0: in it looking like Jim Morrison in his in his prime Jim Morrison days. So oh,
2: scrawny, yeah. So I love scrawny. Those,
0: I love those pictures of us on that beach. Um
2: but basically we sat on Venice Beach for about oh, I don't know four five hours. Yeah. Stu's head got so burnt that it had blisters <laughs> on the top of it. I well, I mean, none of us wore any like sun cream or no. we we're just idiots, really. But it was <laughs> Brilliant, yeah. Venice
0: Beach is quite the place to hang out in. Yeah, it, so, was, it was brilliant that trip. I think I said previously we're at a time when um, me and my girlfriend at the time we were supposed to be going to Center Parks, and it was when Tony rang up. Uh, we were just it was just when we were going out of Jacobs after recording first album, and Tony said, "Oh, you'll have to cancel that holiday because you you know you're going to L.A." Which we're like, "All right, brilliant." But it were amazing that I'll never forget. I don't, I don't think any is any of us will ever forget that. Um, especially you know filming the video and everything that sort of went round it, but. You know, it it just all goes towards that sort of, do you know what I mean, as as things were taking off for us, all these little exciting things that were happening, you know, all these things that we're getting to see, you know, there's no other way we do, well, certainly I anyway, I can't speak for anyone else, but there's certainly no other reason I'd have been going to LA at 18 years old, do you know what I mean, and been messing around on Venice Beach and, you know, doing other things that we're going to end up talking about, you know, being on roof of Capitol Records and things like that, so
1: well that's kind of my question what was the main purpose of the trip why did you guys say that you had to be in la
0: because it was to record that video basically it was simply okay. it was simply to record uh take the long road and it will it will have been to do some key bits of american press as well there might have even been um one of the talk shows in there but yeah um once capital got involved they wanted to have their own version of long road in terms of the video so that was one of the very first things they wanted to do would get us over there so we could do a video with david slade so yeah that was kind of the key reason we actually went over there in the first place
1: okay and back to this picture on the beach now it makes a little bit more sense i did not know that he was digging a car <laughs> i just thought that he was digging and rob was like trying to be on a throne i don't know what it was and uh and so who's it looks like there's a dead body on the left though what is that about
0: top left oh that i think that's just some random oh, that's something that's is that Zoe? No,
1: nobody that recognizes Zoe? a dead body? Oh, it
0: might be Zoe. <laughs>
2: it's
0: not a Zoe. It might be. It's, it, well, it's someone. Some, yeah, it'd be Zoe, Well, Yeah, it'd be Zoe. I've found another picture of her. I'm pretty sure it is Zoe
2: because I was looking at all the pictures last night and that'd she's right. just flat on the back like I'm not interested in digging a car.
0: Well, no, be, it would be. Do you know what I mean? It would be apart from us <laughs> lot. Let's face it. You know, it's
1: a pinnacle of that trip. <laughs> all right, so let's move on to picture number two. It looks like you guys are on, on the top of a roof or something like that. Jen, what's this about? So
2: number two i think this is like one of the best pictures i ever took really oh yeah but basically and i can't stress enough how much this band don't react to anything ever <laughs> it, like as you probably have met them all now yeah so i look back on this now when it happened it was like oh yeah we're going to the record company yeah great you look back yeah. on it now, you're like, what? We were on we were on Capitol Records' Capitol roof. Oh my God. Like, that's insane. The yeah. Beatles got signed to Capitol. You know, Yeah. like loads and loads of things. Like, by the time, you're just like, oh, we're going to this big building. Yeah. Where, um,
0: <laughs> can Where can we have a joint? Um, <laughs> Where can we have a joint? On the drawing? roof? Right, that's first place we're going yeah. then. Get out of my way.
1: <laughs> yeah. And when are we getting yeah,
2: out? I don't think they even let people on the roof. They just let us on the roof and we were just like, oh yeah, cheers. And then just, Hit fruit off the roof.
0: Oh, we oh, we did that all over the place, didn't we? we? We were notorious for that fruit cricket and stuff like that, and just you know, Fruit
2: cricket from the roof. I mean, we probably. I mean, where did that end up? Well, that building's huge.
0: Yeah, exactly, it's a very good question. But is that Phil sat on the very edge? Is that me? That's you. You're it's sitting you, on the edge.
2: It's you who sat on the edge. It? And then it's Bob, Phil, and then Stu walking towards me.
1: Why would I be sat on the edge like that? That looks terrifying. I
2: don't know. We we're just idiots, weren't we? <laughs> well,
1: just- it's a great picture, though. This is the kind of picture you see like in inside album art. Like, yeah. that's- I was
2: quite surprised, I must admit, when I started looking. I mean, when Adam, I suppose, like, I see it as like Adam's rebirth yeah. of like, um, when the Twitter listening party, I kind of thought, oh, I'll look through the pictures and I'll send him some. And then it just became like spamming. Yeah. Phil's like, I'm <laughs> not sending anymore. And I'm like, oh, I'll send them. I'll send them. Yeah,
0: like, send them to me. That's it. You, I'm loving it.
2: Yeah, because Phil's just like, no one cares. Like Yeah,
0: he's man. <laughs> well.
2: Um, But yeah, this one I was quite surprised because uh, I didn't have a good camera. I was literally just taking one of those like disposable nonsense cameras It's awesome.
0: You know, it's um, got a grainy effect. Yeah. What's Stu doing looks <laughs> like he's covering his face it looks like he's co- it's a good he's photo
2: overcome with emotion.
0: it's a really good photo anyway that <laughs> really good photo so um, yeah
2: that was um but yeah the uh i look back on that now obviously and think wow what a moment yeah I
0: suppose I suppose it's difficult, really, though, isn't it? It's very easy to be annoyed at yourself for not realising the gravity of a situation when you're in it. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's only hindsight that you can really become to romanticise about things like that, especially yeah. when you were our age. You, you know, literally, we're just like, well, this is just obviously what happens when you, you're taught what you do. Do you know what I mean? Like, with like you know, <laughs> like we were at that point. It was, you know, the sky was the limit every day. We were getting phone calls. It was like, right, you're doing this. And you're like, wow, we're doing and the next day. Well, well, you're doing this, which is even bigger. And that started to spiral, snowball, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, culminating in these amazing trips that we had, that, as I say, a lot of the time. Um, Jenny were uh, were along for as well, but yeah, like you say, my sort of rebirth, if you will, and discovering my you know discovering my memories again. As I say, a key factor to that is a lot of these pictures really because it was so easy. It's you know it's so it's so easy to forget stuff like that, and that's the beauty of photos as i've already said is it just you know it punches you in the face the memory it's not a case of oh can i remember that it's like oh my god i could taste the air up there do you know what i mean
1: love it yeah because
2: it almost feels like a different life it's so i mean it's so long ago it just feels and we've just you know i feel like a different person these days in lots of different ways and yeah i think that's uh it just feels like a different like life really it was and I think also us all being <clears throat> quite chilled about it was probably the best way to be about it because now I'd be like, ooh, guess what <laughs> happened here? And- <laughs>
0: now? You've always been like that, Jen. <laughs>
2: That's true. <laughs>
1: we'd, we'd have a front front row seat on Instagram, right? With all the pictures.
2: That's right, yeah.
1: <laughs> but I'm glad you had the the the, you know... the the wherewithal to do this because that's the thing like i i think back to you know my childhood and pre-camera phone days forget about it there's no yeah i suppose that's
2: the thing now like everyone would have hundreds and hundreds of pictures wouldn't they but
0: you know that's the that like i say that's the beauty of this it's the absolute beauty of it the fact that you were i did
2: used to come back off tour and just like go to boots the chemist and just spend like 70 quid getting photos yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. and
2: not knowing you know some of them could just be terrible like really bad but yeah
0: no, well it'd be it be too easy to forget stuff like this, really, without, you know, without this kind of stuff to reference it. Um, what have we got as number three then?
2: So number three is uh <laughs> so it's me, Stu, and Phil. Oh yeah. Um oh, Stu looks really
0: so young there. What when's that? He
2: does, doesn't he? Like a baby. So this is the same trip. And basically there were two Rob's girlfriend and Adam's uh girlfriend were on the trip at the time as well. And the guys went off to do press and we went shopping. It was sort of stereotypical.
0: You got a, we limo, you got a limo and everything, didn't you? You got a limo yeah, champagne and champagne and that while we were working?
2: Yeah. So basically, the record company said, so the gig, there was a gig that night. They said, we'll send you a car we'll pick you up. Anyway, we get back and they're like, oh, the car's outside. And the car is a fucking limo. Basically. <laughs> um, so we were, up, I mean, I, I still know Zoe and Donna and we were so uncool. We were, like, getting the driver to take pictures of us outside the limo. Um, Anyway, we get in this car, and it's a pretty long way. I mean, LA takes forever to get anywhere from yeah. memory. And it was about an hour, an hour and a half. And unfortunately, the, the driver, about 10 minutes in, on the microphone says, there's bourbon, there's vodka, there's rum. And I'm like, oh, fucking brilliant. <laughs> I'm
0: surprised you didn't skin up in there, Jenny, to be fair.
2: So basically... <laughs> I like how you just glossed so, over that. Yeah, just glossing over that. Fair My mum says she's not listening to it anyway. My mum thinks I'm going to tell everyone I'm a heroin addict. <laughs> Which I am not. No, no, Leave no, that no. bit yeah, out. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, this limo pulls up at the Chateau Marmont and we're hammered. I am absolutely hammered. They're doing a photo shoot in one of the rooms. I walk in the room and just like, they sent a fucking liver! Oh my God, they sent a fucking liver! And I swear, Bobby, I think it was Bobby, wasn't it? They did PR.
0: Bobby Gale, yeah.
2: Bobby, I swear to God, just looks at us and just goes, let's get these ladies some food. (laughs) No, that's
0: classic. She was, I mean, she, she would like that with me when I would kick it off. She was like, you know, where's the parsley or whatever. But that's just a brilliant press officer, is that?
2: Yeah, she's just great. So she'd be, yeah, basically, let's go sober them up downstairs in the restaurant. So we go downstairs and like, it's a shadow on my morning. I don't know if you know what that is. It's like this fancy celebrity hotel. It's ridiculous. Like Batman was in reception. Like Val Kilmer's in reception. Oh yeah,
0: Val Kilmer was there, money, I remember that, yeah. <laughs> Batman, Batman's over there. <laughs>
2: Jim Morrison's broke that So, yeah, basically, this is they, they kept the limo and we all went to the troubadour in the limo. And this is, as you can tell, me hammered in the back <laughs> of a limo with Stu and uh, Phil. Phil
0: wearing a bit of Paul Stu, Frank as well, though.
2: Stu looking like he's going, oh, God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he probably was, Jenny, to be fair. Let's face it, bless him. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's
0: what that one is. That's that's the only limo I've ever been in in my life. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. I don't, I don't know if I've ever been in a limo. I don't think I have. I don't, really? I don't think that's the annoying thing about that, is we never got to go in that limo from memory. The three no, girls, three girls were it. driving around in it all day, and we were doing press and stuff like that. I was just like, hang on, what's going on here?
2: Look I'm there. sure we all went to the gig in it. I'm sure that's what that picture is. That's us going to the troubadour. Oh, well, I mean... Um, I think that's what, for memory, that is what it what happened.
0: No, you might be right. You might be right. Maybe I have. <laughs> maybe I have. So, what have we got? Oh yeah, number four.
2: Yeah. So I I I love this picture. This is on the set of Long Road.
1: Yeah. Um.
2: Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just love it. It's just like an intimate moment of. I guess like part of it was I'm kind of invisible walking around because I know you and you don't really. Yeah. You no, know, i'm kind of just walking around and snapping
0: mm-hmm.
2: and like this one's just a real moment of like what a great day that was
0: yeah yeah it's an emotional one for me is this one obviously um i'm you know that sort of relationship with rob but it's just it i think this one was at first ones that yeah, was this one at first ones you sent to me i think it was sort of you know after, after, so. after the listening party um or pre-listening party i can't remember but either way it's such a great picture
1: for those that are listening that can't see the photo this is a picture of Adam and Rob and they're sitting they're standing outside a trailer and it looks like Adam you're you're lighting a cigarette is that what it is you're lighting yeah, a cigarette it's, for it's, him? It's yeah cigarette.
2: okay yeah we all smoked a lot during those days <laughs>
1: and it, it it has
0: to be acknowledged that me and Jenny are so familiar with each other that we're not actually giving Pete a chance to say anything here or actually allow people to understand even what pitches we're talking about. I know, some some podcast host media. I am. Anyway, some <laughs> podcast host I am. But anyway, Pete, have you got anything to say at all, mate, or am I just going to continue to talk over you?
1: <laughs> yeah, you guys are like, oh, look at that. Isn't that great? And I, I could just imagine the people listening.
2: Yeah, I'm aware that we're doing something visual on a <laughs> radio podcast show. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah. So a couple of observations on this photo. Um, Rob, uh, he's got some tight shorts on there. Is it, was it, Was this like on the. Rob? So, <laughs> yeah. It was always was about
0: this, shorts, right? wasn't it? it was always about shorts, Rob.
2: No, this was the harness because he had to wear a oh, harness. Was it? He had to oh. wear uh, like padded cycling shorts. Oh, with
1: that's,
2: the, that's right. The <laughs> so, I, I mean, let's. The, the long road video is slightly ridiculous. The whole day was like. I mean, they made the first one for I think a hundred quid.
0: Yep. <laughs> and
2: that has aged better, I would suggest. Um, but the this one was. I mean, there were sixty people on set. It was. Yeah. I think it cost sixty grand. It was insane. It was like a full. It was like, like, a, fil- it it was like a
0: film like shoot. Full
2: film shoot yeah, down yeah. there. Yeah. 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 Like they closed streets off. They'd.
0: Oh, we got to go yeah. on the – because all the rigging harness and stuff that we were flying in the air on, you know, we had to do like a, a load of training on that. Do you know what I mean? That would just – that was brilliant, that. You go to like a closed studio set and play around on the harness systems they used in the Matrix. It was right
2: laugh.
1: Nice. Yeah. So those shorts are – those are part of the harness now? But
2: yeah, they had to wear the cycling shorts to hook the harness to. Yeah, so when Rob's flying through the air <laughs> – that's yeah that's why he's wearing
1: cycling yeah <laughs> I, mean, I was like why
2: wearing am i shorts?
0: am i yellow at this point have i got the yellow makeup on at that point though
2: yeah i think you're all yellow at that point as well yeah
0: i had my you... i had my hair t- like tied up and stuff didn't i, I don't know if that's the no, it's, de- it's definitely the day i'm just trying to work out um
2: yeah so basically i guess if you can't like that won't make sense to anyone but they were painted yellow like their arms and face were painted yellow so they could do this I don't know. I don't well, know why it was why, supposed but...
0: to be. It was supposed to be a visual filter trick <laughs> that he did, and it um, was renowned for it. So he did a video in Muse as well. Can't remember exactly which song it was now, but if you if you want, I'll have to, we'll have to reference this in the show notes or something. But there's a Muse song that David Slade did, and it's the exact same thing that you can see there, plastered in the yellow makeup as well. And it was something to do with contrast in uh, post production or whatever. And it, I don't know for whatever reason it it, it would just got like. Yellow makeup on, we we had we had to have it on all day. Yeah. I don't know, it was ridiculous. That but poor Rob, he were up at like really early, wanted um, doing his solo shoots and stuff like that because he had to. I mean, he went, he was on the front of that truck. Being driven down the L.A. River, wasn't it, like with all the cameras yeah, and stuff. stuff. Dribs, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they call it, the L.A. River, I think colloquially they call it. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Terminator.
2: I think Terminator 2's got a scene down there. That's it.
1: Yeah. That's, several movies do. Heck, I'll, I'll go back even further. Uh, <gasps> Reef. Yeah, Greece. yeah. Yeah, a big car scene, race. there's a race down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the first thing I thought of when I saw that and I was like, and I saw Rob on that video, I was like, oh, that's that's where Greece was. Well,
0: it's just, you know, we went to all these iconic places, do you know what I mean? And we were just, so young and going to all these, and, it, you know, because we were being taken out by the record company, they were taking, you know, providing limos for his girlfriends and stuff and they were taking us out to the, the most swanky restaurants in LA and, you know, there's celebrities sat around. It were, you know, it were proper, crazy do you know what I mean for such young kids just being as piss taking as we were do you know what I mean like I mean you know Jen I know it's quite later on but do you remember you two when we were just in that after party and we were in Amsterdam so you know whatever parsley but we were just like have you, have you tasted these chips in this after party they're amazing and then me and, me and jen and i think it was phil as well we're just like there's adam clayton stood there having a glass of wine you know really sort of classy guy and we're just ramming these chips in his face covering him with ketchup just just and, mercilessly and salmon. And there's salmon. a
2: massive plate of like it was that was a good buff you two put on a good buffet great yeah. buffet <laughs>
1: Yeah, I I'll tell you know.
2: what I do remember about that party, Adam. We walked in and we've been there about one and a half minutes and you just went, This is shit. Should we go have a smoke?
0: <laughs> that sounds uh, just about right. Yeah. That sounds just about right. Like,
2: should we give it should we give it five minutes, Adam? Yeah. <laughs> should we try and meet should we try and meet Bono before we go? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh well, we can't tell that story. That's even funnier about meeting and Bonner. Oh, But no, we won't. Yeah. Bother, we won't bother with that one. But another time. There's it's yeah, <laughs> a funny anecdote about that. Um, but yeah, um, I mean, there's no. We ain't got any pictures from that. But that's just another example of you know a lot of the great things that we did that at the time. Because you know, not to sober everyone up really quickly, but <laughs> like when we were playing with you too, you know, that one a great time for us. Like personally, as musicians, like you know trying to make music together that i think that were sort of maybe i don't know you could reference as a start of the end i'd have to look exactly when all that stuff was. but you know we were at that point we we weren't necessarily functioning properly but you know we were still going out and doing these amazing things that at the time you know what i mean just seems like another thing that's on the schedule to be fair it's, it was more the other people around us that are like well oh, that's just amazing and it's just like well do you know what I mean? That's just the sort of things that happen.
2: I'll be honest. When that, when we were yeah. at that, I was fully like, my mum is gonna fucking love this story. <laughs> <laughs> I always knew that if my mum would be impressed, it was really impressive.
1: The salmon or Bono? which one? <laughs> yeah,
2: obviously free salmon, Mum. There's free salmon.
0: <laughs> but, you know, that's another example, though, is it? And you know, Rob was say, Rob was saying last week about you know at backstage and at these backstage parties and that. You know, it's not as if we're you know like Tommy Lee and them lads, whatever that. The name suddenly left my um Motley, Motley
1: Crew. Yeah, it's
0: not like we're well, Motley Crew or anything like that. Or you know, we were. It's nothing really that exciting happens. So you know, in a, a U two after show party, it's very much like you know a lot of. Well, business people, really. Do you know what I mean? Very sort of respectable, and we just looked scruffy as old lot, didn't we? Especially at that time, we just looked proper scruffy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got access to places we had no right to be ever. Yeah, really. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I mean, deep. I made yeah.
0: a I made a speech in the Japanese um, in the in the embassy in Japan. Do you know what I mean? We went there as a. It was the English embassy in Japan, won it? And we went there as a celebrating um, UK music in Japan. It was like that sort of night. And Tim came up to us and we're just like, oh, do you want one of you to make a speech? And everyone were like, oh, I'm not doing that. And I'd had a few beers now, I was just like, oh, I'll do it. I don't care. <laughs> I stood up there and just gave these speech, a room full of, you know, like a black tie event sort of thing. Everyone dressed really smart it's just me stood up there looking well you know, like I say at that time really scruffy but yeah just doing my best to pull off some sort of speech about you know I don't know sort of uh the UK's influence in Japan musically but oh, that was another fun time man that
2: that party had a great buffet as well that was a, <laughs> that was a really that's just your,
0: that's your that's your life with us isn't it just one great buffet from the
1: next we're like what buffet you are what?
2: The buffet what? of my life
0: Adam. yeah that's how you that's how you that's your timeline isn't it buffets which buffet was that <laughs> yeah
1: did did the buffet make the uh, camera roll as well? Did you do oh look at this?
2: Do you know it's quite funny because I've been looking through my mum's photos and every single party has a picture of the buffet. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly a family trait.
0: So what have we got next then? Well, I suppose we've talked okay. about some of the we've so talked
2: this is a long word. This is a, to show everyone how yellow you were.
0: Yeah, let's just let let's let and Pete... And also
2: how thin I used to be. I thought yeah. I'd include this. Before
0: we start talking, Jen, let's let Pete introduce the photo. Go on, okay, Pete.
2: Okay, cool.
1: Yeah, really. Come on. A little professionalism, Adam. <laughs> so the next photo, if you're if you're following along at home, uh, is a picture of the lads and Jenny all hanging out in the trailer uh, during the, the the shoot of Long Road, and they're all very yellow. <laughs>
0: yeah, very, very yellow. I and mean, we were locked in that trailer because they didn't want to come out, you know what I mean, looking like that. Although it was a closed <laughs> set, to be fair. But Yeah, that was a mortifying day, because especially me at that point, you know, I was not the kind of person who... Do that. I mean, look at state at me. I mean, zooming <laughs> in on me now. oh my hair's tied up. It looks like I've got lipstick on. I look like I look like the oh, Joker. Yeah.
1: yeah, you definitely look strange. I was trying to figure out what was going on with your hair in that picture, but that's it. It's pinned up.
0: It's pinned up so yeah. I don't get all the yellow makeup all over it. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: And uh, and Jen, you're wearing some kind of hat.
0: And a tea towel. Tea
2: towel. Yeah obviously when it's 50 degrees in LA a woolly hat is definitely what you'd uh, wear it used to be Rob's hat and I think Rob let me have his hat and then I just wore it everywhere and with a with a what looks like a small piece of material
0: yeah tea (laughs) cozy and a tea towel as you get up we'd wear very
2: small clothes at that time and I like your red
0: bag I like your red bag. Very effective. I know that'll have been a Paul Frank freebie, will it, that red bag? I don't
2: know what that red bag is. I'm not sure that's mine. Oh? But yeah. The oh, is, it Paul, Tim, yeah. Is, is that
0: Tim? No, Tim won't out there, Worry. No, Tim I've, <laughs> done, I've, seen Tim, I've seen Tim with his little red bag here and there, you know. <laughs> That we're a picture of him in Japan with his red bag. I had fun ribbing him about that. I was like, check out your bag, Tim. I love it.
2: I just included this one because I looked thin. Oh, <laughs> is that the only reason? Well, I suppose we're
0: all together and we all look... Um... No, I, I'm kidding. It's nice. Well, me and, I've only just noticed that me and Stu have both got the North tops on as well.
1: I was about to say that. Yeah, you guys um, were talking about that the yeah. other day that you wore the same shirt on stage. Well, here it happened again. So. Yeah,
0: I mean, the first time was an accident because we got a puma box. Do you know what I mean? So you're like, well, I'll take whatever you want. And this must have been... I I don't remember noticing. I mean, literally, before we went on stage, we both looked at each other and we were like, oh, "For God's sake, do you know what I mean?" But it appears here we both had the same top on as well. But yeah, it was it was a fun day. It was a, well was it was it a couple it, of, was it yeah. a couple of days that shoot or just one just one one? I
2: think it, it was it was just one incredibly long day. It was yeah.
0: it was incredibly long day, and that was the annoying thing as well. Like, they, they brought Robin really early, like, I'm sure, like, six, half six. I'd have to ask him again, but early in the morning. And then they made us come down, I think, 10 or 11 ish, and all get done up like that. I don't think they put a camera on us until about half seven, eight o'clock. Do you know what I mean? And I was just like, I've sat in this trailer all day, covered in all this yellow makeup. Do you know what I mean? For what purpose, honestly? You know, we could have stayed, at, we could have stayed, because we were at, what is it, weren't we? Where we were staying at Oakwoods. Um, we could have stayed there, do you know what I mean? Although, to be fair, didn't want to miss out on that fun.
2: Oh, I had a great day. I just, I mean, stick me on a set with 60 people to talk to, and I'm gonna have the best day ever.
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't. You're not. I, really, uh, yeah. I
2: got chided up. I got chided up by one of the locals, and it was a pretty rough area. It was a.
0: Well, that's. Yeah. I think that's something we were quite naive to as well. Um, you know, because they put up, you know, metal fencing and stuff, and there were, you know, sort of police around. Because that would blag in my Me, Do you know what I mean? Because I'm, tr- you know, trying to have a bit of parsley or whatever. And there's like coppers stood around and I'm like, What's, are, they, are these real coppers? What's going on? But because they were in such a rough area, they, you know, I think they have, you know, just retired police who sort of come and guard events like that. But it was in a, a rough area. It was
2: well, a I went area. to go buy some cigarettes and someone okay. ran after me <laughs> and oh said, God. what are you doing? And I said, I'm going to buy some cigarettes. And they were like, you can't do that. You <laughs> yeah. can't. You can't go to the shop here. Yeah. Like, and a, then someone had to go and buy me cigarettes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Good advice. I've but seen yeah. some other photos of this, uh, of this shoot. They're probably yours as well. But there's I've, loads. That, yeah, I've, I've got, around.
0: I've got some as well great. that Zoe took at the time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's some great ones. I've seen some, you know, where they like, literally, you could see the camera booms and you could just see like the whole set. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Those behind the scene photos to me are fascinating. Yeah. yeah,
2: there's, uh, there's uh, yeah, there's loads from that day. Yeah, because Zoe was there as well, and I'm sure Donna's probably got some as well. To be fair, yeah, yeah I should gather them because I still see, I still know those girls, so I should gather the photos.
1: Yeah, uh, send, send them my way.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. So the next one, I really, I really love this one. So the next one to explain to people, it's going to be Craig Nichols stood on the bass drum smashing the kit up i've no doubt it'll have been smashing the kit up again but i love this picture
2: yeah i've got some great ones from so yeah i came on tour with the basically took two weeks off work and went on tour with the vines like you do nice
1: um
2: yeah we started off at letterman actually i flew into new york and you did letterman
0: oh yeah no i remember that um, day yeah that were an interesting day
1: yeah as, as you do
0: yeah as
2: you do yeah yeah, yeah. I think me, and, um, I
0: think me and Tim ended up having a big argument just before we went on. Yeah, we did. I remember well, that.
2: I didn't even, I didn't even go into the studio because the Capitol sent a woman to cut my hair. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I yeah, you got treated like royalty.
2: Genuinely, like me and Stu said, "Oh, we're both gonna go get a haircut." And then Bobby said, "I'll get someone to come and cut your hair." And Then this uh, woman yeah. turns out, basically shaves Stu's head oh, no. at a cost of. God knows, probably five hundred quid to shave Stu's head, and then she said, <laughs> she sat me down and she said, "What do you want?" And she's French, and I said, "Whatever you want." She said, "It couldn't get much worse." Oh
1: <laughs> my goodness! I <laughs>
2: then started lobbing bits of my hair off with a razor, <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, it was brilliant. It turns out she used to be Mariah Carey's personal hairdresser nice, when she so, was yeah. married when she was married to the guy at Sony, to- Tommy can't think of his surname
0: but yeah that was that's how i spent that day it's such a great picture this um it, it was a brilliant tour actually uh, that vines one i think oh, so probably good. one of my favorite i mean did we do two with them we did a couple of tours with them and um they're just such great lads as well such a great band uh really you know proper <laughs> there's a lot of stories from those tours actually but yeah i mean craig used to well, he used to knock the shit out of most things on the stage, didn't he, really, at, at random events, and, you know, this looks, just looks like one of those moments.
2: Yeah, it's just such an unpredictable... Uh, it was just amazing, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, if you think of rock and roll, Craig Nichols really embodied yeah everything about rock and roll, like, the first day of that tour. So I think we flew from New York to Seattle. I, pr- I think Seattle was the first gig of the tour and the first gig of the tour basically they told me that the tour manager for the Vines who's called Mark was terrifying and behave yourself and he do not want you on the tour and blah 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 and I was like right okay I'll behave myself I, I swear to god first song the Vines, Stu's at the other side of the stage and I just run across the back of the stage <laughs> I get to the other side of the stage and Stu just goes uh, there's a curtain <laughs>
1: <laughs> no,
0: it, and I'm
2: like, oh my god, this guy's gonna kick me off the tour. Well, like,
0: Mark, we're a pretty strong character, one a lovely bloke. Um, cause it's difficult when you're a support band. Like, it, it, you know, some bands do it differently. Like, some of the, you know, the the headline act or whatever. Sometimes they don't treat you that great. Or it's not, it's not usually them. It's usually their crew you know what I mean? That sort of see you as a second sort of class situation. And that's something that mm. I were always really sensitive to when we started headlining. Do you know what I mean? I were always, you know, making sure that um, I, I support slots, you know, got what they needed because we've been in plenty of situations where people were like, you know, you get five minutes to sound check. If you're not off, we'll rip your gear off and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> and we went out on that tour and Mark had, a, and it, this would put, this would like um, proper symbolic of us really. Mark had a little bit of an issue with us. I don't know why, it probably because we, we were, you know, like Jen says, we were whatever. But he, he I think after like two days, he just completely warmed to us, do you know what I mean? And you could you could tell genuinely that he'd lost that sort of edge that he had. Um but you know, there's plenty of people that don't do that, you know, like Coldplay. We had a it was it one of the production guys at Coldplay who were a bit a bit notorious. Um
1: <laughs> i thought that was you on stage as adam playing guitar when i first saw the picture i was like i was trying to figure it out and i was i, I recognized craig and i was like oh wait this is the vines but then i saw the picture i was like is it is it did you ever play you know it made me think did you guys ever do anything together did no
0: ever- no we never i mean the only thing that we did to them in fact i'm not going to talk about it now to be fair i'm not going to talk about that yeah because <laughs> i'm going to save that for vines one i'm going to save that for vines one um because yeah, i mean funny.
2: that's all they're just such great people like yeah, i yeah. love like their manager, I absolutely love their manager, Andy Kelly. Yeah, he's just Andy like,
0: Kelly is a great guy. Absolutely. Great
2: legend. guy. So after I ran across the back of the stage and thought I was going to get kicked off the tour, within one minute of that happening, Craig had destroyed the drum kit on the first song.
0: Yeah. <laughs> on the first song, yeah.
2: And I was stood with Stu and the drum tech, and the drum tech was just like, oh my God. <laughs> like what? Well, i think he was prepared for it to happen at the end of the set but for it to happen yeah. at the first song yeah and i just thought oh, this is just going to be a brilliant two weeks <laughs> <laughs> well that that
0: you know that were a permanent part of that um yeah. But yeah so what what have we got next this i think this one i think this one's my favorite one number seven the album coming out reading and oh. leeds
2: Yes, yeah, so I guess the vines should have come after that because that was after that. This is uh it
0: don't matter chronologically wise. I it? guess
2: it's uh Reading and Leeds, so it'll be August two thousand and two. It'll be literally like a week before the album came out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So um, you guys are there's a picture of all four of you walking across like a bunch of a bunch of signs. I see a bunch of music signs, but where were you guys going?
0: That will have been um are we walking are we just walking about the site at Reading and Leeds or are we going on stage? We,
2: I think probably going on stage, yeah. yeah.
0: It's probably more likely making his way to going on stage because that's what they no, do. No, no, I
2: ran ahead to get this picture. Vitchy, yeah. And uh, you can see uh, uh, how thrilled Stu is about
0: that. Usually <laughs> at festivals, you have the you know the big billboards and stuff and you can walk behind them and that's so you're not obviously in view of the crowd and that. But uh, that's probably an access road or something like that. But again, it's just one of them iconic pictures and Stu typically, Stu were always doing that. And look at his <laughs> chain as well. You can see, see Stu's chain hanging from his wrist that always used to mark up his bass when he played it. <laughs>
1: Adam's hair is uh, looking brilliant well, in this. Period. That's it. I mean, I'm
0: going through my Lou Reed phase there. There was just a period where everyone was like, You're trying to look like Lou Reed. I wasn't specifically, but to be fair, um, I was going through, I, you know, I was banging to Velvet Underground at that point. Like, um, which album were it loaded? Absolutely just caning the hell out of that album. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. So, yeah, <laughs> I am looking, you know, I am looking a little bit like a taller version of Lou Reed in Flairs. <laughs>
1: I'm trying to make out Rob in the back because the hat he's wearing—it almost looks like he's got—he looks like a tourist. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's, that's another. I think I remember that hat. of Rob's Rob had a fine selection of hats, didn't he? As he still does, you know. Rob still has a fine collection of hats. To be fair to him, Phil looking <laughs> ever so Phil looking relaxed. Is that out of the north?
1: No, is Phil's it? looking dapper as always. Well,
0: that's it. That's it. Isn't it?
2: It's yeah. scruffier in those days, yeah, <laughs> definitely. But yeah, I think just that album coming out was just like—I mean, the the artwork is just incredible. Oh yeah. Um and obviously the album's great.
1: <laughs> album albums not bad either. Yeah, yeah.
2: I think just like being able to go into HMV or a record shop and just pick up an album. Yeah. That someone you know has made was just I used to go into HMV and like move all them to the front. So there'd just be a big section of them. <laughs> You're yeah. like, yeah, I'll I'll just make a section here for myself. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, just uh, I think that was like the cusp of we knew something amazing was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: you know, when we saw these posters up all around town and stuff and all your mates are like, oh, your posters are everywhere. And you're like, have they? Well, I'm, you know, who's done that?
2: <laughs> yeah, it felt a bit like that when the reunion gig got announced because they're all over Leeds. And he, me and Phil posed with a couple of them. Yeah,
0: yeah, I saw those uh, on Instagram.
2: Yeah. yeah, just driving around Leeds and suddenly in one is just like, oh my God, look, it's there. They're everywhere.
1: I want to get a I want to get a copy of that for my for my office. Actually, I want to print it. The the Temple Newsom. Uh, yeah, surely
2: Future Sound can send us a few copies. So yeah, I
1: would love that. So let me know, Future Sound. Please.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I've got a, I've got a connection. Obviously, Adam must have a connection there, but I do have a connection. No, where
1: Adam I'm, has yeah, no yeah. connections and he'll bite your head off. Yeah, I've
0: less. got I've got connections everywhere. I just deny it. Do you know what I mean? I just deny <laughs> it so I don't have people asking me stuff.
2: Well, I saw it on a future side now with some T-shirts when I saw the T-shirts out. So uh, I think uh, she would probably send us a poster. In return. I would
1: be very appreciative.
0: So next, that'll be the same day, I'm guessing, is um, the sign intent picture, which is another one that I've put on Twitter. Um, I, mean, I think... I, I've put every one of these. Yeah, I've put every one of these apart from the Vines one. I've yeah. put every one of these on Twitter. Um Oh, and the one of you in the back of the limo.
2: I mean, Stu's polo deck in this in this picture is I think this might be a different year because you're wearing different clothes. But it could be just Leeds and Redding. So I don't know.
0: I will point one thing out. You you do like to look back and shame people for the clothing attire. I remember getting I mean
2: I'll do that in real time. I do that constantly. (laughs) I remember getting a
0: picture of some footwear choice of mine and you were just like, What's going on here? You're just like
2: (laughs) don't know myself, to be honest. That is still a hobby. <laughs> what criticizing yeah. people? <laughs> <laughs> criticizing aesthetic. It has to be aesthetically pleasing. But yeah. I mean,
0: we're signing. Um, uh, that's live at the blank canvas. In it,
2: yeah. I think so. That- there were two pictures. There's one of you signing the big poster, and then there's one of this. So I'm not sure
1: what. Yeah, the one I'm looking at it looks like you're signing. It looks—it's the blue album. So is that live at Blank Canvas? That is live at the Blank blank Canvas. Yeah, Yeah.
0: um, that was the first live album. Well, you know, first live gig that we recorded, and one that you know, absolutely amazing. So that must have been around that time. I mean, I can't. Trying to
2: see any clues. There's no clues. But yeah, it must have been around that time. Yeah.
0: But yeah, it's another nice picture of my hair.
2: Just really like, there's something incredibly funny about seeing people want the autograph of someone you know. There's yeah. just something very amusing about that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It kind of ruins fame for you a little bit because you're like, <laughs> you want his, you want him to write on a piece of paper for you. <laughs> <Like>.
1: <laughs> That's funny. I, nowhere near these guys, but um, the podcast that I do for my other company, you know, we have a pretty decent following, and, and we go to these events, um, you know, all over the world. We'll be doing like these these conferences or whatever. And we'll have it we'll have our podcast booth set up. And it never fails. There'd be like a bunch of people that want to take pictures with us. But they're just all middle-aged men. Like it's not exactly, you know, flattering. It's like, oh great, yeah, sure, I'll take a picture with you. It's and they're just, your
2: people, Pete. They're your people.
1: And then all my friends <laughs> and my buddies would be standing there just like making fun of me, being like, Oh, those your fans? <laughs> it's like, yeah, whatever.
2: I can remember the first time it ever happened, I was in I didn't, I wasn't seeing Phil at the time, but we're in Leeds and there was me, Phil, and my friend john and someone came up and he was like Are you in the music oh I'll sign this and me and john were just like what is happening <laughs> like, we're just like we cannot believe this is happening well, like, it was, that like, was it... the first thing that ever happened that made us think shit did Phil's you come to different.
0: did you come to um was it Hulladelphi? Did you come to Philadelphia? Not... I didn't
2: come to Philadelphia Because that's,
0: that's the first time I experienced that, people wanting your, your autographs. That was, like, that was the second night of our first tour. The first tour were... Uh, the first night, sorry, were Manchester Roadhouse, you know, which were a little bit more sort of in the city, so it were harder for people to wait around and stuff. But Philadelphia, it was just like in, you know, just like on a sort of housing estate or whatever, just like someone's house, the, ve- the venue. So afterwards, you know, the, everyone was just outside wanting his autographs and stuff like that and... That was certainly a moment where, because I remember all my family being there. Then you could just see him looking, going, "That's a bit weird."
1: (laughs) In two thousand and four, when you guys came to South Florida, I I tried and failed to get your autograph. But yeah, it's yeah, you guys were way too cool for me back then. So.
0: (laughs) And this is, I guess, the uh, the next one as well. The next one's awesome. So the next one is us backstage. Is that Glastonbury? Is that it's the same? Leeds and
2: Reading again. I think that's the big tent. at leads Reading, I think.
0: But yeah, I mean, something we used to do all the time. We just play KP is. I mean, there's footage. There's yeah. you know, there's footage on YouTube. I think as us put outside a venue in Glasgow. I think just doing KP is it, it. Used to kill so much time, and we got we got pretty good at it. But yeah, this is this is Tony Perrin doing his best to get to a football. I mean, it's you know, a lot of these a lot of these pictures are you know, they bring back memories for us. You know, they won't mean they won't mean squat to it. other people do you know what i mean look at yeah. this thinking who's he but
1: yeah who is the guy tony that's tony that?
0: that's uh tony perry our manager one of our managers also ah, it's tim okay. and tony and that's tony um who I, I have invited on the podcast but he's a bit shy as tony which is a shame because he'd have a fantastic story to tell no. you know? he's someone who's he's someone who's been it, in this yeah. business a long time and knows it inside out um
2: yeah i included this because i just feel like i watched you do this for <laughs> like hours and yeah. hours and hours no it's we like, did we did yeah yeah and actually, it's weird because, like, you, you and Stuart, well, Stuart certainly did not like football, but you do now. Um, but, like, yeah, it was just, that was hours and hours and hours of entertainment was yeah. kicking a ball. And well, was, yeah. especially
0: when we, you know, we've talked about it before, um, especially when you're at a festival, it's not like you can really go anywhere else. There's no to-do, so, you know, you just play football all the time, keep it up, it's stuff like that. Anything you can do to pass time, really, and have a laugh when you're, you know, a bunch of 18-year-old lads um, doing stuff like this
1: yeah that's pretty cool yeah it's it's weird to think that that's what's happening in the background when everybody else is like you know lined up waiting for the band imagining where they are what's going on these guys are in the back just kicking a soccer ball yeah
0: yeah, yeah. exactly I'm sure we had fans join in and stuff but it were always case where you know someone had looked like they wanted to get involved and you'd, you'd pass it to them and they'd you know drop it on the first goal, and you're like right he's not playing come on he's not good enough he's not hardcore enough oh yeah we used to get right into it
1: <laughs> no pressure right yeah They're like, wow, I'm so excited to see these guys. And they drop the ball and you're like, get lost.
0: But like, yeah so um you had some interesting rather cringy you had to admit yourself jenny but you had some interesting diary extracts from i did
2: send you the cringy bits the cringy
0: bits were too cringy well, yeah. i mean you know I've, i don't think i've ever met someone who sort of kept a diary at that level but i suppose the, you know the fact of the matter is is that again you know there's some there's some interesting little bits in there that you record the
2: really the really frustrating thing about the diary is it'll be like it'll be like March 2003 went on tour with the vines for two weeks no other information yeah. just like <laughs> and then another day where you're like had my hair cut watched this did this so you're like what is this
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah went on tour with the vines for two weeks so I didn't write anything Brilliant.
0: <laughs> but you know, like when you, well, as I said, when when we got that practice room and we were going down there every day. Do you know what I mean? And you were coming down and things were happening. Do you know what I mean? There's sort of little bits in that diary, there? for example, where we were get, you know, we were play, practicing the people a lot because, and what did it say in your diary? It said because a producer was coming up to hear it, and that was actually Jim Abbs. Do you know what I mean? So that'll have been the day before um Jim Abbs were effectively coming up on train to to hear the people for the first time with a view to, you know, with the to making that ep and then prospectively the album which obviously we then went and did uh, but it, it's just it, it's just funny to look back uh, and remember those moments you know what i mean when because you've actually written them down in a diary rather than because i'd forgotten about that <laughs> do you know what i mean and it's just like a photograph i suppose in some ways linking you to a memory and um you know, or, you know recounting all the games of hide and seek and just how many people were actually in those practice rooms when we were the
2: list of people it's
0: shocking isn't it is honestly like- it's about 20 people or
1: something <laughs> like that it's mad do you have any entries in your in your diary from like during or like around the time when they were recording the album and like any input on like oh they're coming up with this song that sounds interesting or 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 there's this or anything that's like uh related Well
2: to- I think you can tell from the entry about the people that I'm pretty casual about the actual music that's been made. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> oh, yeah, there, Oh, there's a producer coming. Yeah, some guys come in, yeah. Oh, yeah. there's the one about uh, what's it for.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's it. Wait, yeah. I'll
2: read it. I'll read yeah. it out. I've got it. Yeah,
1: I want you to read it, yeah.
2: Went to work. I was knackered because I stayed at Phil's till 1.30 and got up at 8. I left because there was nothing for me to do. I don't know what job this was. Clearly, I was a terrible employee at this time. <laughs> you will a bit at that time. Um, I left because there was nothing for me to do and went to the studios. They've written a new song called What's It For about their management. It's very good. There's a line in it that says, all you have is all you know, which is beautiful. <laughs> so I just thought i tied in incredibly funnily with Rob admitting yes. that this, yes. this song was about Tim. Because yeah, I've often it. thought when I've heard that song, I wonder if Tim found out this was about him.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, he will have done on that last episode, well, to be fair, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Certainly. You'll know if
2: it's listened. Um, <laughs> the best Bits this. They were number eight in Elle's top hundred tips for two thousand and one. Listed as four 17 year seventeen-year-olds. It says, see them live, they will change your life. Scary <laughs> shit.
0: <laughs> I did like that though. I did like that. I remember, I remember that as well. Seeing them live will change your life. I just thought
2: And that I wrote, and that I wrote that you were in the first magazine, which honestly, like you guys being in the first magazine was like the best. That was the most impressed I ever was. Oh my God, they're in the face. The coolest magazine of all time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've never even heard of that magazine. (laughs) No, it's a You're not
0: cool enough. You're
2: so not cool enough. But we did,
0: we did. You know, we did Rolling Stone shoots, didn't we? That were on one of the LA trips as well. We went out to Palm Springs to some amazing place, and you know, did a, did a. I think it, was that Rolling Stone, yeah. Or oh, were it Vogue? I can't remember what it
2: was. But it was it's some big.
0: Vogue. It, it was some big magazine, anyway. And there were Alex James and some other people there from different bands. That, it, 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 it was a funny day. <laughs> i think it's interesting as well because i mean you know obviously jenny being so close to everything as much as it were a lifestyle change for all of us lot um you know the sort of music coming to an end as you know it was for jenny as well but i suppose Phil went on to play in a few other bands, so you were still sort of out and about doing a few things, but it's not the same, is it? Do you know what I mean? It, it, it will have never been the same as coming out with the music. So, I mean, you know, that's something you've had to come to terms with in it yourself and, um, you know, go, we've all matured a lot and it's something we can reflect on a lot easier now, I think. But there's, we've all had to go through big changes, everyone that were involved in that.
2: I think, like, one thing, one thing I did think of that's not being covered, I think, by the others is that, I watched this documentary a few weeks ago about the comedy place in LA. I can't think what it's called, but it's like a five parter on HBO or something. And he was talking about how they write the stuff, they go practice it in front of a crowd, they write it again, they go practice it in front of- And I was like, That's what you guys did. Mm. Like you and I also think the thing that hasn't come up at all is just how hard they worked before they got found. Like mm. they didn't go to the pub. They didn't go to you know, they spend their weekends practicing yeah they worked hard like i used to joke that they didn't work at all but before they got signed it didn't just happen to them they were crafting that stuff
1: well they definitely downplay it right because you, you hear yeah, them like, oh, yeah yeah no, we, we we didn't really practice too much we just you know we it just naturally happened. but i there has to be some level of uh
2: yeah like the friday punk. nights i think the friday nights when everyone was in the pub you guys were working
0: yeah but that's i mean that's the point wasn't it when our work was being on friday night being down the studio with like all your mates and that and coming up with these tunes in front of everyone that's the difference do you know what i mean and that's, so you're right in the sense that i suppose you could level it as work but like we were driven but we were just driven by how good the tunes were do you know what i mean and like the yeah. vibe we were creating there was never a decision to be made about how we're going to do you know what we're doing it was you know it was just straight down once we had that rehearsal space you couldn't get us out of there um, no you really
2: i mean you really were the there every day it was yeah, yeah, yeah there was you know it was a lot of yeah i suppose it was somewhere to hang out as well we were kids it was somewhere to i mean you guys were to living at home
1: so there was like home base for everybody right yeah
2: it yeah was. i yeah, think yeah there must have just been like five car loads of people going down there like when you think about it
0: yeah there were there were loads of, there were tons of people down there it was madness absolute madness i'm surprised stuff yeah. didn't go missing stuff <laughs> oh no it did didn't it that it
2: definitely there. did <laughs>
1: So what do you think about uh, Temple Newsom coming up?
2: Well, so yeah, I mean, obviously I'm really excited. I can't wait to see them again. It's yeah. all a bit COVID-y at the moment, like yeah, sure. waiting to see what will happen with that. But I mean, I just, I'm really excited because me and Phil have got loads more friends now that never, they obviously know about the band, but they never saw them. Ah. Um, also, we've got like nieces and nephews that never saw them, so um Mm. yeah just the thought of everybody i
0: think that's what my brother and stuff is you know he's really thrilled his his kids are going to get to see stuff definitely
2: yeah and like you know it's they were really fucking good and Mm. to see that again and to have that experience again um it's gonna be really exciting like because it's i mean you've touched upon the fact that maybe it wasn't as joy filled towards the end but i feel like this is like a chance that this will be like we're gonna Mm -hmm. all enjoy it. Uh, And uh, I enjoyed the last tour. And you know, the last tour was really bittersweet. But yeah, the the way that they ended it and the way that you wrote you own end into your own story, which is rare to be able to do that. Um yeah, it's just nice that you've got this like little extra chapter, I guess.
0: Yeah, I certainly definitely I think that's the overwhelming feeling really and you know I said, going back into it like you say is older more mature-headed people who've got more life experience that you know is outside of being in a touring uh you know relatively successful band which brings levels of stress that suck the fun out of things as anyone who gets into anything uh, you know a high level you know i'm sure they get to that point where elements of the fun are sucked out and this time it should be do you know what i mean that one show hopefully you know if it goes on ahead under the right circumstances and not you know with loads of restrictions and things hopefully it should be a chance for us to celebrate it do you know what i mean with with all you know with fifteen thousand people which would just be incredible if we can if you know if that's the situation which obviously it will be but it'll you know it's looking like in it i haven't wanted to speak about you know the likelihoods of it happening really it's totally down to the promoters and things but you know, for me, it's not really the most significant thing anyway because it can just be moved.
1: Yeah, when I say Temple Newsom, I don't say Temple Newsom May because I think <laughs> you know, I think honestly, it's probably fair to say with nothing official, it it something could change with that date because who knows, right? And that's that's like you said, we'll leave that up to the uh, to the powers that be. But yeah. I'm just in general considering because whenever it does happen.
2: I'll
0: be there. And also, yeah, I get to meet Pete, right? Yeah. yeah you know, Pete's a bit of a celebrity now, isn't he? Obviously. He's gonna
2: have his own desk where I can get his autograph, I've heard.
1: My first my first non-middle-aged uh, yeah, fan. Yeah, great.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: no, no, no not at all man, do you know what I mean? That's the thing with us from minute 1, we had like such an eclectic fan base do you know what I mean our first tours there'd be all kinds of people stood there do you know what I mean kids and sort of middle-aged people in Led Zeppelin older people it was always a massive cross-section our fan base which was something I always yeah. thought were interesting definitely yeah so Pete is there anything else is there anything else we want to talk about
1: no, I think we're I, I think we're good but Janet I hope you come on again i mean you know this is uh we, we want to do a lot more things i'm glad you came on today and i hope you can uh, join us again well One i class. kept
2: i kept the photos to kind of what you've talked about already
1: mm-hmm.
2: i mean I've got like much better quality ones from the last tour because
1: oh, i like, a much
2: better camera and a much better idea of what i was doing then but um
1: I want all your photos
2: you want all of them i've got i will i'll i'll send you the google photos thing you can uh, yeah. Are you going to create one of those serial killer rooms? <laughs>
1: <laughs> create? <laughs> you mean update? Spring
2: between each one.
1: <laughs> I just need to update it. It's already created. Right. As long
2: as you hang it properly on the wall, Pete.
1: Yeah. I'll, I'll curate it. <laughs> yeah, curate, it.
0: yeah. Right, okay, so this has been really interesting, going through uh, some of my favourite photographs and Jenny's photographs. Um... You know, I mean, the pictures that everyone's seen before. Pete loved it as well, as usual. So yeah, um, thanks everyone for listening to this episode. Uh, thanks very much to Jenny for coming on. Are you welcome? Thank you. Nice one. Right, thank you very much. Uh, speak to you soon.